A Thousand Ways to Please a Husband with Bettina's Best Recipes, a Dramatization. Chapter 15, A Motor Picnic. Hello, Bettina, this is Bob. What are you having for dinner tonight? It's all in the fireless cooker. Why? Couldn't you manage to make a picnic supper of it? One of the men at the office has invited us to go motoring tonight with him and his wife, and of course I said we'd be delighted. They're bordering, poor things, and I asked if we couldn't bring the supper. He seemed glad of me to suggest it. I suppose he hasn't had any home cooking for months. Do you suppose you could manage a lunch? How about it? Why, let me think. How soon must we start? We'll be there in a little less than an hour. Don't bother about it. Get anything you happen to have. It's fine to go, dear. Of course I'll be ready. Goodbye. Bettina's brain was busy. The voices were especially loud today. Alice was up there, and boy was she talkative. That cold December, the voices, I could still hear them. So much, so much breaking. You must keep them quiet. You must keep them all quiet. There was a veal loaf baking in one compartment of the cooker, and on the other side, some Boston brown bread was steaming. Her potatoes were cooked. Oh, Bettina, we had no doubt your potatoes were cooked, all ready for creaming. Although old potatoes were better for this purpose, she preferred ones with mold and eyes. She might make a salad of them instead. As she hastily put on some eggs to hard cook, she inspected her ice box. Between the severed heads, yeah, there'd be enough room. Yes, those cold green beans, left from last night's dinner, would be good in the salad. What else? It needs something to give it character. She reflected. A little canned pimento? And yes, a few of the pickles in that jar. Of course she had salad dressing. She was never without it. She wouldn't leave home without salad dressing. She kept it in her purse. It was a little warm today, but it'd be fine. The brown bread would be too fresh. Much like the potato, she preferred a little mold on it, but she could keep it hot. She'd keep it in her pressure cooker. And take some butter along as well, for that nice, hot bread. I'm glad it's cool today. We'll need hot coffee in the thermos bottle, and I can make a warm supper, except for the salad. She took the veal loaf and the steamed brown bread from the cooker and put them into the oven to finish cooking. Now her buns were finely cooked. How lucky is it that I made those Spanish buns? And the bananas that were to have been sliced for dessert, I can just take along whole. When Bettina heard the auto horn and then Bob's voice, she was putting on her hat. Time has come. Well, Betty, could you manage it? Yes, indeed, dear. Everything is ready. The thermos bottle has coffee in it, piping hot. The lunch basket over there is packed with the warm things wrapped tight, and that pail with the burlap over it is a temporary ice box. It holds a piece of ice, and beside it is the cream for the coffee and the potato salad. It's cool today, but I thought it best to pack them that way. You are the best little housekeeper in this town, said Bob as he kissed her. I don't believe anyone else could have managed a picnic supper on such a short notice. Come on out and meet Mr. and Mrs. Dixon. May I tell them that they have a fine spread coming? Don't you dare, sir. It's a very ordinary kind of a supper, and even you are apt to be disappointed. But he wasn't. Bettina's picnic supper that cool day consisted of... Warm veal loaf, cold potato salad, fresh brown bread kept hot in her pressure cooker, butter, bananas, Spanish buns, and hot coffee. Bettina's recipes. Veal loaf, six to eight portions. Two pounds of lean veal. Half a pound of salt pork. Not salted, salt pork. Six large crackers. Real big boys. Two tablespoons of lemon juice. Four teaspoons of onion salt. One tablespoon of salt. 
half a teaspoon of pepper and four tablespoons of cream. Put two big crackers in the meat grinder. Can only go downhill from here, folks. Add bits of meat and pork and the rest of the crackers. The crackers first and last prevent the pork and meat from sticking to the grinder. Add other ingredients in order named. Pack in a well-buttered bread pan. Smooth evenly on top. Brush with white of an egg and bake one hour in a moderate oven. Not liberal, not conservative, just a moderate oven, please. Baste frequently. The meat may be cooked in a fireless cooker between stones. Please layer it. If you could make it look like a Bigfoot put it together, um, a stone sculpture, that would be the best way to cook your meat, preferably in the wild, and requires no basting. So if you're out in the woods, you see a funny sculpture, just remember, someone cooked their meat there. It's nothing paranormal, it's fine. Thank you for listening to the Not Safer Network. Check out all our podcasts, Box Office Battle, In Syndication, A Feast of Geeks, Movies with Wrestlers, and A Thousand Ways to Please a Husband.